In 2013, my life's trajectory took an unexpected turn. My six-month-old son was diagnosed with infantile spasms, and this is a rare form of seizure disorders in children. What this actually meant was that he couldn't walk or talk, he couldn't even learn or develop at the same pace as his peers. You know, me caring for a child that is challenged by seizures and convulsions really, really opened my eyes to peculiar challenges, you know, both educational, health challenges, and even social challenges that are faced by these children on a daily basis. And these challenges, no one was willing to talk about. Not the government, not civil societies, not even the parents. And what this has done is that it has given rise to so much misconceptions and misunderstanding about this disorder. Hi, my name is Dr. Chige. I am the founder of Seizure Support Foundation and I'm your host on the Seizure Care Podcast. So what I do is to discuss seizure success stories, best practices and latest advancements in the management and treatment of seizures, convulsions and epilepsy in children. So what we do is to spark up conversations around the subject matter and build a community around seizures and epilepsy in children. Together, we strive to change the negative narrative that is associated with children with epilepsy and seizures. And this is because we believe that a normal, balanced and even a productive life is possible even for that child that is challenged by seizures and epilepsy. Welcome once again. Do join me as we get into the business of the day. So, I was just very impressed from the start of the podcast, you know. One, I loved your, your, the way you spoke, you know. One can see that, yes, this is a mom who had gone through all kinds of emotions, but has won, has, you know, won in many ways, even mentally, won in many ways, and it's, and he, she can see like through your journey ah now many people have suffered so much for this kind of thing and maybe one or two information could have helped them to handle the situation better to make life easier for another person that is why i admire you so much I always get encouraged listening to that feedback. It's, um, it gets me fired up to do more and to do better. And for that, I'm very grateful. Thank you. Uh, hello to you, my amazing listener. If today is actually your first time on the show, a huge, huge shout out to you. And thank you for clicking on the link and, um, listening in we sincerely hope that you find value listening to this podcast and that you will become a regular um visitor listener on the show you know eventually that's our utmost uh, desire so that being said uh i want to welcome everyone to episode three of season one of the seizure care podcast uh, as as we all know season one of course 
is tagged a mother's determination, you know, showcasing and celebrating the strength of parenthood, especially of motherhood, in um, beating the odds uh, against them and fighting to ensure that their children who are challenged by certain learning disabilities because of seizures, epilepsy, uh, that these children go ahead to live a normal, balanced um, and a productive life. You know, last week we had the amazing Colin and her son Paul. Paul was diagnosed with epilepsy at 12 and Colin explains uh, the emotional challenges Paul went through, you know, during his journey and also his journey of healing, you know, what he went through and how he got over it. So do uh, visit our Facebook page uh, at Seizure Support Foundation to get the full story on this. So I am particularly um uh I'm particularly excited about today's uh show because I bring to you another inspiring story of Rose Claire and her lovely, lovely daughter Kiki. Kiki was diagnosed with epilepsy at a very early stage in her life and um Rose Claire tells of our journey, of our successes along the way. So uh, welcome once again. So uh, let's make welcome the amazing Rose Claire Hawe. Thank you, Dr. Chigi. Good morning and welcome again to Seizure Support Foundation with Dr. Chigi. My name is Claire. A little story about my daughter Kamsi, Kiki as we fondly call her. She was asphyxiated at birth and with low abgas scores, meaning most of her milestones were going to be delayed, as explained by the doctor. I didn't believe a word of it, as she was the cutest, finest, and fairest baby you had ever seen. As time passed, we noticed she fell behind on many a milestone, but grew slow and steadily. She turned five, and apart from her motor skills, she was pretty much okay and never had a seizure until then. One night, while we were sleeping in our own room, she walked to our room and stood by the edge of the bed on the side her dad slept and was seizing, drooling all over him at the same time. When the stream of drool fell on him, he jumped up and noticed her. He quickly shouted my name. I woke up and met a convulsing child. I had never seen this and I was scared. Scared as I have never been all my life. We rushed out to Lasso and it was around midnight between 12 and 2 a.m. And when I woke up, the first thing I did was to quickly grab my phone and started recording. I I kind of strongly relate um with what she just talked about, you know, about video recording her child and showing it to the physician. I remember at six months of life when my son you know, started experiencing seizures, you know, as a young mother, I, at the first time, I didn't even know what to make of the strange movements, I know, the jerkings and the twitching, the, the arm movement, the limbs, the legs, you know, the rolling of the eyes, I didn't know what to make of it, but, 
Then a thought uh, dropped in my mind to pick up my phone and record the episode the next time it happens. And that I did, you know, thankfully so, you know, seeing your child go through what seemed uh, uncontrollable, you just had to, you know, pick up your phone and record it. So I sent it to uh, the the physician. I went with the video recording to uh, the hospital. So uh, she easily and immediately gave a diagnosis and we commenced treatment. So uh, my thought should be, if you are listening and you know someone who, you know, keeps complaining of a child, you know, making unexplainable movements that might suggest seizures, you know, or epilepsies, advise them to video record the episode and show it to a physician immediately. Okay. Claire continues with our story. By the time we dressed up and rushed to the car, she was still seizing all the way to Lasset. At Lasset, there was medical intervention that put her to sleep. And I showed the doctor on duty the recording. He was very troubled as the seizure he claimed had lasted for way too long, but then gave us a referral letter to loot. This was where the ordeal and trauma started. After a series of tests, she was diagnosed with focal epilepsy and put on medications. This turned into weeks and into months, and yes, that we had to battle this seemingly helpless ailments. Mm-hmm. Now that we knew what the condition was, and treatments was not certain to cure. We had to decide on our own line of action while following doctor's advice. We had regular check-in with the doctor as recommended and uh, equally from her school, uh, we had physiotherapy, speech therapies. We had every therapy in place that we were recommended to go for. The only option we had at this point was God, because we were told why the drugs could help calm things down. It wasn't a certain care. It has been a long battle, but thankfully, she turned 10 this year, the beginning of the year, and doing great with no reoccurrence, a record of any seizure in the last two years. For this, we are entirely and totally grateful to God. We are working on academics currently and know that all that God says about her, she will eventually become as we hold fast his promises. She was prophetically named Delight at the New Year, anointing service by our pastor here in Inugu. And she has been nothing but delightful. As I make to go now, we can take this point home. First, I will advise that we seek God when we encounter things that are baffling to us, things that we only know the road uh, to end them. It's um, a hospital running. Seek God. While you are seeking medical help, seek God. But importantly also is that you get medical help 
in my experience with other people i have seen people have cultural connotations to this event and therefore keep the child at home seek for travel medical intervention seek for spiritual intervention but really never go to the hospital that on its own is equally wrong educate yourself thoroughly on all there is to know consciously looking out for real life scenarios and encounter such as presented by the seizure support foundation this can be a serious life changer as you hear people's testimony and people's story you can be sure that what god has done for one he is able to do for another and then you can hear stories of how the doctors have put things in place for instance kiki has done very well in school because she had had to go through different therapies she had had to go through speech therapy she had had to go through physiotherapy she had had to go through a lot of therapy put in place by the school seclusion from a certain class kept longer in school so talk to someone do not isolate this child talk to someone get help from school get the help you need and it starts by talking to someone going to the doctor and ultimately hang on to the promise of god hold firm to god hold firm to his promises and as we as you believe god will definitely make sure that you see his hand even as you trust him That's the much we can take today on the show. Thanks everyone that found time to listen in on the program. A special thank you to Rose Claire for sharing up with us her journey and her successes and making our time to be with us on the show today. Thank you. Thank you. We really do hope to have you back and uh, discuss uh, further on this issue on your success stories and the lessons you learned uh, along the way. So quickly, here's a brief recap uh, of some of the action points that were mentioned uh, during the show. Number one, get medical help. We cannot emphasize this enough. Get medical help. Number two, talk to someone if you find that uh, it's becoming a little bit burdensome. I think this is where a strong uh, network of support group of uh, maybe probably parents or friends or individuals that are going through um, the same challenge, all right? Talk to someone about, you know, the challenges you're having, the challenges your child is having. And number three, please do not isolate the child. You know, there are funny stories of where parents lock their children away, um, some of their kids away in the basement because they feel embarrassed when the kids are allowed to come out and socialize. Number four, get involved and collaborate with the school teachers. And finally, believe and hold firm to God's word. Thank you for giving me 15 minutes of your precious time on the show. We have come to the end of today's uh, episode of uh, the podcast. 
I really trust that you were impacted and you learned something new. We would really love to hear from you. We would like to hear your comments and your suggestions. And yeah, of course, your questions. I'm sure there are some questions that uh, you are really uh, hoping that will be answered. So please send in your questions too. We hope to answer them sometime during our show. So uh, our question and answer segment actually will be coming up on subsequent episodes. So please do well to send your questions so you can do that by following us on facebook that is at seizure support foundation and on instagram that is at seizure underscore support underscore foundation also be be sure to invite someone who you know that is going through this challenge to listen in on our conversations subscribe follow and share on social media it has been a great time thank you so much thank you once again for your time do tune in next week cheers